It is Monday, April 13th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, did you guys have a good Easter weekend? Hope you did. Uh, hope you got a chance to eat some good food and, and uh, you know, maybe check out a little church and hang out with the family a little bit. Um, not a lot of, uh, of actual racing news to talk about from the weekend. Not that I expect there to be uh, kind of with the way things have been going, but uh, no more cancellation announcements, no more postponement announcements um, through the weekend. So we'll kind of see how things go here for the next week or so. Um, you know, hopefully we can maybe get back to racing here sooner rather than later. I know there's some talk about stuff uh, maybe getting rolling back again in May. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Keep you obviously up to date on all of that stuff. Um, still some iRacing stuff to talk about from the week. Uh, Lucas Oil got their first esports event uh, going on Friday night. They ran late models at Knoxville Raceway. They did an invited list of drivers, kind of some series regulars and things like that. Guys like Hudson O'Neill, Devin Moran, Jonathan Davenport, some guys. Um, and then they ran an open the night before to fill the remainder of the field. They transferred eight guys from the open with a, uh, their field ended up being 29 cars. Unlike some of the World of Outlaws shows, they ran preliminary action, but they did not eliminate any cars through the night. So there was no CDB. They ran qualifying heat races, and then the heat races basically just set up the lineup for the feature. Uh, some guys in that show we've seen in some of the iRacing stuff already, guys like Trent Ivey, uh, Corey Gordon was in there, uh, uh, Bobby Pearson, and, and a number of other guys have been in some of these iRacing shows, but many had not. One of those guys I wanted to point out was, was Jonathan Davenport. On Wednesday, he posted on his Twitter, him and his brother were jumping in their truck to drive all the way to Oklahoma to pick up a WR1 SIM chassis from uh, Chad Wheeler. Uh, they they had ordered one, and shipping wasn't going to get in there and get it to back to Davenport in time, so they jumped in the truck and, and headed all the way out there to get it. And then I think there was another post the next day where they were stopping just so that Davenport could run some races before they got all the way back home. So uh, pretty neat to see him posting through that and, and for them to make that move to go get that sim chassis. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but at the end of the 100 lap feature, it was Kevin Dedman winning over Rod Tucker, Brett Lottiehoff, uh, Garrett Alberson, and Nick Stroop. Uh, Dedman is a regular iRacer. Uh, he's got experience in, in several of the pro-level pro late model series. Uh, he was one of the guys that transferred in from the Open the night before. Um, and then Rod Tucker is a South Carolina late model racer. He actually led a lot of the feature, um, and him and Dedman had a great battle up front for, for uh, you know, the, kind of the, the majority of, of that feature event. Um, and it, it was a lot of fun to watch. They, you know, the track widened out and there was kind of some different lanes and stuff like that. And, and you know, again, obviously, uh, you know, some different levels of, of experience, uh, you know, with the sim and, and, and things like that. So I think we'll see that improve as, as we go. Um, not as much crashing as you've seen in some of the other events. Uh, but you can check out uh, the next event for the Lucas Oil uh, Esports is this Friday. They're going to have the land models again take on Kokomo Speedway. I would imagine you can watch that again on the Lucas Oil Facebook page as you could this last Friday. In addition to their weekly iRacing challenges, USAC held a special $2,020 to win race on Saturday night at Fairbury. They had 58 cars uh, in qualifying. Tanner Holmes, a dirt racer from Oregon, went quick time over Cannon McIntosh and Dazen Pursley. Uh, it was a stacked field again. USAC competitors included kind of, you know, some of the usual suspects. Uh, you had Bell, Briscoe, CV, and some of those other guys in there as well. They ran six heats, uh, a C and a B to set up the 40 lap feature event. 24 cars started the feature with Tanner Holmes and Cannon McIntosh on the front row. They did not reset the track before the feature, so it was slick right from the get-go, from the top to the bottom. 
Tanner Holmes led at the green flag, but Dazen Persley was right with him. Um, there was a caution at lap five. Persley and Holmes were kind of trading sliders, um, and then Persley was able to come out on top. Holmes had caught the outside fence a little bit. And on restart a few laps later, Holmes again caught the outside wall, this time ending up on his lid. That basically ended his night. Uh, from there, it was all Dazen Persley for the rest of the way. He led 33 laps en route to winning the $2,020 top prize. Anton Hernandez was second with Aiden Purdue in third. Uh, the race was marred by several cautions and a lot of crashes. I've been talking about this with a few guys, but one of the things, and I, I've talked about this on the show, is but one of the things I think that makes the iRacing stuff fun to watch, you know, while we're waiting for real racing to get back going again, is the fact that you get to see guys kind of take some chances that they wouldn't normally take in a real race car, um, you know, because there aren't some of those physical and, and financial consequences for crashing, um, and so you guys, you see guys kind of taking, you know, making big slide, you know, big sliders and and making some big moves and, and you know, trying to put themselves in a position to win some of these shows, but. I think, you know, we're kind of to that point now, and, and we, we saw it on Saturday night with this USAC show. I, I, I think we're seeing a, a combination of a little too much not caring about the consequences, and you're also seeing some of the inexperience that some of the guys have on the iRacing. Like, you see, you know, guys, you know, kind of going crazy with huge moves and dooring each other and, and you know, the, the piling in of crashes that are already happening in front of you and, and, you know, cautions are already out and guys are still crashing. And, you know, I would like to see some of that calm down a little bit and I would like to see, um, you know, a, a little bit less aggression and maybe a little bit more respect. And, you know, I know that there's, you know, some, you know, like I said, some varying experience levels. Thomas Meserol was one of the guys that, you know, they did a, a video about, you know, kind of his setup and things like that and, and him kind of getting going on, on iRacing. And, you know, even he said, he said, you know, I'm, a, I'm pretty good in a midget in real life, but this iRacing stuff is really tough. Um, and I think, you know, as uh, hopefully as we move forward, you'll see guys have a little bit more respect for each other out there, you know, not like, you know, not make so such aggressive moves and, and not have so much crashing. I think that kind of takes away from the racing a little bit. Um, and it's like one of the things that I really enjoy about the iRacing Pro Series stuff is that those guys are super aggressive, but they've done it enough. They know how to make those moves and still not really crash big. Um, you know, we've seen features go green to checkered and, and, you know, have some really, really close racing. So I think, yeah, you know, with some more races and some more experience, hopefully some of that will improve. Uh, but I would like to see that racing get a little bit better than what we saw kind of on Saturday night. Um, so we'll keep an eye on some of that stuff going forward. USAC will again be in action this coming Thursday. Um, and you can watch all of that action live on Flow Racing at 9 p.m. The World of Outlaws iRacing Invitationals are back again this week on Dirt Vision. Uh, tonight, it's the Late Model Series at Lernerville at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then tomorrow night, the Sprint Cars will uh, take to Lernerville for their turn, also at 7 p.m. Eastern. Both shows will be back to uh, with the big fields, $1,000 to win. You know, the, they'll have probably have 40, 50 cars again. You know, and, and, the, and the normal programs that you've seen the last couple of weeks, um, you know, kind of play out on, on Dirt Vision. No word yet on Fox Sports 1 and, and what's going to happen with that Fox Sports 1 show this week. Um, it is very possible that there could be iRacing on Wednesday and Fox Sports 1, but maybe not necessarily World of Outlaws. Um, we're not sure yet what that schedule is, so we will keep you posted as we hear about that. Uh, following the Lit Model Show on Dirt Vision tonight, you can jump over to iRacing.com slash live or twitch.com slash iRacing to check out week four of the iRacing World of Outlaws Sprint Car World Championship uh, for the Pro Series. They head to Knoxville Raceway. Alex Bergeron is currently leading the points over Blake Cannon, Kendall Tucker, Dylan Summer 
Semmelman and David Heileman. Bergeron, Semmelman, and James Edens have won the three races so far. Uh, and like I mentioned just a few minutes ago, I think the you know the racing here is really fun. Uh, these guys are super close. Uh, you know, kind of through the field, you're, you're seeing qualifying. You know, or, you know, the entire field is separated by a couple of tenths. Um, so it's a I, I've really enjoyed watching it. I think it's it's a really fun series to to keep up with. And, and obviously, we'll continue to talk about. It. I'll have a full rundown on uh, on the night's action tomorrow on the show to go along with the War of Outlaws Late Models uh, recap from Lernerville. Um, but I think Knoxville is uh, is an interesting show for these guys. I'm kind of curious. We've seen you know Volusia to start the year for them. Then they did Fairbury and Lernerville. Uh, obviously Fairbury last week, a uh, very tight quarters and things like that. And now you go to Knoxville. It's you know a lot bigger, a lot wider. Um, and you'll kind of see guys racing all over the track. So it'll be interesting to watch that race um, and, and kind of see how that comes out. But again, we'll talk about that all tomorrow on the show. I uh, hope everybody has a good Monday. We'll be back tomorrow with more stuff. I uh, went ahead and added some more uh, late model races to the analytics section over the weekend. Um, I'm not sure. We are we are up to currently 21 World of Outlaws late model series races on uh, Dirt Tracker right now in the analytics section. Uh, we'll continue to add those. I'm, I'm currently up to Cedar Lake, the USA 100, and the format's a little different there, and I'm kind of trying to figure out how I'm going to get that in. Um, obviously, with no qualifying and, and uh, them, them having a dash, it's like one of the few times during the year that the late model series actually has a dash so kind of trying to work through how i want to put those into the database but uh, we'll continue adding what about laws light model series races here over the next week or so um, and then hopefully get a chance to uh you know to talk about some of those numbers and and uh and have a little fun with that but uh if there's anybody you'd like to see me interview if if you have requests or things like that i will certainly take those uh, info at dirttracker.com or you can tweet at me with those um i have had a, a little bit of a twitter back and forth after i bought a chris ferguson hat with him a little bit i would like to have him on the show uh, especially since he's uh, kind of one of those guys that's uh, not necessarily a professional full-time racer and, and I kind of get his take on things right now. But uh, uh, if you have any other ideas or or, uh, or thoughts on who we could have on the show, uh, certainly reach out and let me know. I will certainly be uh, open to taking suggestions. Um, but anyway, that's the show for today. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, tell your friends. You can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook every single day. You can email me at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dirt Tracker, Twitter.com slash Dirt Tracker, and the website DirtTracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Thanks for tuning in. We will see everybody tomorrow on Dirt Tracker Daily. 